This episode of Tearsheets Payments Podcast is sponsored by Quavo. With their flagship offering QFD, Quavo has created a chargeback management solution for issuers of all sizes. Hey there, welcome to the Power of Payments Podcast. I'm your host, Ismail Omer, and as you've probably noticed by now, we decided to do a rebrand because we think this new title for the podcast is shorter and snappier, and it also matches the name of our upcoming Power of Payments conference. That's going to be Tearsheet's first conference on payments, and it's also our first ever in-person event. So we're excited. It'll be held in New York on the 15th of September this year. I'll be sure to share more details on the event with you in the coming weeks. And now let's talk about today's episode. So today I'm speaking with Bar Jeron, co-founder and CEO at Balance. Balance is an Israeli startup that claims to be the first B2B e-commerce payments platform that offers a consumer-like checkout experience for merchants and marketplaces. The firm's clients range from startups to publicly traded firms across industries including steel, freight, hardware, food delivery, and apparel. In our conversation, Barr touched upon a number of topics, including the importance of bringing B2B payments online and how that's linked with global supply chain issues, BNPL for business, as well as other B2C trends that are slowly being adopted in B2B transactions. So here's my conversation with Barr Jerome. To start off, uh, can you introduce yourself and share some details about your professional background? Of course. So my name is Bob and I'm the CEO of a company called Balance. Um, Balance obviously is a B2B uh, payments company focused on the e-commerce space. Um, a bit about me. So <clears throat> I grew up in Israel. Uh, I live in Tel Aviv with my wife. Um, really the best way to start telling the story of an Israeli is done it with the army. So it was a five years uh, in the army, an officer, in the armored corps, um, did different roles in different companies, started my fintech career, which is most relevant for this conversation, at a company called PayPal. At PayPal, um, I did really different roles. My last one, everything was risk-oriented in payments. My last one, I was responsible for the global strategy against account takeover. Dara Mattioni, which is uh, my co-founder and uh, CTO. Um, Yoni was a senior PM. And really um, started to go down the stack of companies from the huge corporates to like the small companies. Uh, got obsessed with B2B e-commerce in one of the fintech startups I worked at. And really decided that this is um, something that I want to invest a lot of time to solve. Um, B2B e-commerce back then looked, it was very new and looked like for me at least as something that can really change the game of how the economy works. Generally, you know, in, in few words, uh, B2B e-commerce is the, is the technology or the idea um, that B2B transactions um, and product discovery can happen online, doesn't need to be relationship-based. The reason why the impact can be so significant is obviously the efficiency that it brings, the ability of customers to find 
new buyers and for buyers to find new customers in the B2B context and steel, chemicals, lumber, textile, everything that powers the economy is something that is really non-trivial, but we see it all the time here at Balance because this is where our focus lies. That efficiency is something everyone knows from the B2C space, but doesn't really exist at the other side of the economy, everything that powers B2C. Um, like, uh, as we said, the seven uh, transactions before the, the consumer transaction itself. Um, created my first company, actually. Um, it was a healthcare company. It was based on like a personal pain of mine. My father had cancer, took a lot of time to see an oncologist. So we created like a data science tool to predict uh, things like who will become a no-show and what should be the optimal appointment line. Um, it just helped big HMOs to optimize their scheduling. Um, and that's it. You can talk a bit about balance if you like. Yeah, perfect. Um, so maybe we can talk about the creation story behind balance, like how and why you created it and what need it serves in the industry, if you can uh, further expand on that. Yeah, for sure. So um, balance was a no-brainer for us, for me and Yoni. It was just in a, really an aggregation of insights of the shitty experience businesses that have online websites that are trying to sell to other businesses and their challenges. PayPal didn't work for them. And other solutions weren't mature enough, were not um, oriented enough for the B2B use case. Um, so, you know, we, we saw a lot of companies building websites and trying to go online, but get stuck in the transaction. And then they go back to the to pick up the phone and managing everything on emails. So the idea behind Balance was to create really to create a, a digital solution which is consumer grade, but has the flexibility customers uh, know from the offline space as as business buyers, the ability to pay with wires, the ability to get an invoice the ability to pay with terms um, and all that flexibility. We wanted to aggregate those capabilities in a digital experience. On, but on the merchant side, create an experience that is really streamlined uh, to, to enable him to grow because this is why they go online to acquire new buyers. So we just wanted to open that um, bottleneck and make it something that really, really, really can help them solve the transaction problem and scale as a business. Um, so Balance is essentially a B2B checkout solution. It's a term that really we coined. It's not, it's not something you, you heard about uh, before. This is why we're like, you know, number one on Google, not because we're, we're so big or such a big brand, just because it's a, it's a new concept. A B2B checkout, something that's very known in the B2C space. Um, so we created that, um, we call like an SDK, like a component you can put on your website and create that flexibility for business buyers, really dedicated for the B2B space. Um, generally, the company is, um, is backed by uh, some interesting investors. Stripe is one of our investors. Ribbit Capital, the biggest fintech fund in the world. Um, and a long list of angels, Lightspeed, uh, one of the T1 VCs in the Valley, um, and a lot of others. And overall, we are surrounded by great partners. So we are very fortunate and uh, appreciative of all of it. And that's it, I think, on the context. 
Wonderful. So you've already touched a little bit upon this, but um, you've said in the past that B2B payments are stuck in the Stone Age. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, of course. Um, so B2B payments is really, it's not really something that um, no one is calling. That, uh, let me rephrase. There's no concept of a B2B payment really in the traditional world. There's invoices. Um, the concept of B2B payments is a new thing. It's something, it's a, co- it's a term that technology companies coin to, to understand that there is a money movement there and it can be digitalized. Um, the problem with traditional um, transactions in general is that they are very, very um, focused on manual work. You need to set up a payment. You need to have a quoting go back and forth. You need to provide an invoice. You need to wait as an account receivable manager for payments to arrive to your bank account. And then when you identify in your Chase account, for example, you need to connect them to the invoices that you created through the ERP. And in the onboarding stage of a customer that wants to pay, you need to give him terms because this is how he's used to do uh, transaction. He, he used to pay in at 30 or at 60 or at 15. So you need to facilitate trust with this buyer and to do references. You need to check a lot of different data components to see if you can de- deliver a product without accepting a payment. Something that we don't know from the BDC space because everything is card based. So all of those challenges is something that balances takes, balance just takes it on, on us as a financial uh, software plus um, workflow that we created to support those unique business uh, workflows. So, for example, um, a B2B payment is something that is milestone based a lot of the time. The uh, capture of the transaction is really only after delivery. You see the goods and you can um, inspect that um, those are in, in good quality. Um, so, that is something that a software supports. Um, provide terms, our system facility trust automatically and enable to, to give payment terms for buyers the merchant don't even know. We can do automatic reconciliation, the manual reconciliation problem and support like archaic payment methods that are still controlling the industry. So this is how we think about it and how those problems are being addressed in balance. This episode is sponsored by Quavo. Quavo's cloud-based dispute management software, QFD, is a solution that focuses on automation and allows financial institutions and fintech organizations to reduce losses, ensure compliance, and deliver real-time resolution, all while significantly reducing operational overhead. Stop letting manual processes and regulatory deadlines hold you back. Quavo is your automated partner in a fraud and disputes world. For more information, head over to quavo.com. Right. And do you also think that digitizing payments for businesses could improve supply chain efficiencies and potentially help to improve the current global supply chain issues that were caused by the pandemic? Oh, for sure. I think the real innovators solving that problem is our customers. Our customers are publicly traded companies, venture-backed companies, marketplaces, those that are taking 
um, archaic verticals and created efficiency I mentioned at the beginning. So let's take one example. Uh, Brises, a B2B marketplace of steel, enables uh, local buyer of steel to not only work with his supplier, but to find steel across different suppliers. Really sounds very trivial because every one of us is a consumer that's used Amazon in the past and knows how easy it is, but in B2B it doesn't exist. So companies like that um, are really using, um, using those marketplaces to make um, a transaction something that um, can be optimized across different retailers, uh, which is a big thing because uh, if your retailer doesn't have the supply of steel that you need because he has uh, supply chain problems, now you don't have that dependency and you, you can create that redundancy across, um, across the different suppliers. Um, so while they are doing a good job connecting between the two sides, we enable that trade to work. Um, our customers are responsible for the discovery while well, we are responsible for the payment, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And I'd also like to talk to you about BNPL for business. We know that BNPL has already penetrated the B2C market over the last few years. Do you think the same is going to happen with B2B eventually, or that it's already starting to happen to some extent? Um, the term of buy now, pay later, and B2B is always a bit weird to me, to be honest. We do, like, at the end, we are a buy now, pay later solution as well. Um, but the, the, the fact that, so, like, the first answer is yes. Um, like, the ability to give terms, to pay with net terms to buyers in B2B is not a nice to have, it's a must have. So the basic elements of it exist, yeah. But um, the classic buy now, pay later approach of, of consumer companies like a firm or Klarna um, will, not will not have the same impact in B2B as they have in B2C. Our approach is, is, is a bit different in that sense uh, because there is a challenge of creating um, consumer brand in B2B um, just because the need is different. Um, it comes from a place of supporting business flows um, and not really um, the need for alternative credit. Um, you know, the, the, the classic use case of a buy now, pay later is customers that needs that extra credit. They don't get it from the classic um, credit companies. So really a firm or a clan are, are, are good alternatives for it. B2B, um, a lot of the time, is, it's not to create an additional credit line. It's just to support their business flows because they're paying um, on the 15th of each month because this is where they pay all the vendors. So they just need the, the way to support that workflow, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. And another thing you've mentioned uh, to me in the past is that B2B follows the same trends as B2C just a few years later. Can you elaborate on this idea? And at the same time, can you share your thoughts um, on the future of B2B payments? 
Yeah, so it's hard to imagine, but when you think about the BBC space, um, today, it's again, it's very intuitive and trivial, but it's it wasn't like that for a long time. I don't know how old are you, but when I was a kid, um, you buy everything from your local retailer. You don't go online and purchase anything, really. Um, and, and today, um, buying something without optimizing across 1,000 vendors that you can buy from when you buy Nikes, or everything that you can buy for your home or for your work needs or whatever, um, those are being optimized if you want it or don't. Like just the, just by the virtue of clicking on the name at Google, you will be uh, get the best results for what you're looking for, um, which wasn't the case before. Um, in B2B, the same thing is happening right now, which is beautiful to see. Um, we see more and more buyers are purchasing things like chemicals online. And when they do, um, the power of the internet and e-commerce platforms are doing that optimization as they know it as consumers. Now with Balance as a payment platform online with a digital checkout, they can also purchase like consumers with the ease of one-click checkout, um, getting the terms and and the setup they need as businesses. Um, so yeah, the future is really close. Um, we, we already see it in so many verticals. We have 35 different industries on the platform. Um, again, from lumber to textile to steel um, to a lot of different things. Um, those verticals are being uh, fully optimized Purchases are being one collect with an amazing discovery experience. And it will just continue on and on with the focus of companies like Shopify and other platforms are doubling down on B2B. Um, and really, we see the future very close in that sense. I think um, what I, I encourage your audience to understand is that if you are thinking about building a B2B marketplace or building any, an online platform, remember that there are companies that are building the infrastructure on how to build those experiences of discovery, like Shopify did for B2C. Now they are getting into B2B and other platforms as well, infrastructure company for marketplaces. So know that you don't need to build everything yourself. And second, um, is that if you're selling offline as a business-to-business -business, uh, seller, really think about online. It's growing fast, and if you don't adapt, uh, it will be hard to compete. That will be my two uh, cents on, uh, on the industry. You just heard my conversation with Bar Jerome, co-founder and CEO at Balance. You can read the full transcript of our conversation on the Tearsheet website. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. As always, thanks a lot for joining me today, and I will catch you back here in two weeks.